back to The Breakfast Show with Lyle and mine. You're listening to Faith FM and we have a special treat for you today. Standing right in front of me in our pop-up studio tent, we have the Newcastle Samoan SDA Junior Choir. They are going to be singing a wonderful song, Watch and Pray, from their new album, Such a Time, that we just chatted to Carly Fletcher about. Grab this album as soon as you can. When you hear this song, you're going to want to get at least 10 copies. Take it away, choir. Read your Bible and look around this world. There are things that are happening predicted in God's Word. It may seem scary, but do not be afraid. Hold on to Jesus, He will guide you on your way. And we must watch, watch and pray. Keep God's way. Talk to Jesus every day, watch, watch and pray, keep God's way, Jesus is coming any day, so watch and pray. There's only one way to make it in the end, that's to know Jesus, your Savior and your friend. We haven't got much time, let's tell everyone. Jesus is coming soon to take his children home and we must watch, watch and pray. Keep God's way, talk to Jesus every day. Watch, watch and pray, keep God's way. Jesus is coming and needed, so Stand up with Jesus. Out to each other. Speak. Share the good news with everybody. Those who are hurting. All that you have and Open your heart to show them that Jesus watch. Watch and pray. Keep God's way. Jesus every day Watch, watch and pray Keep God's way Jesus is coming any day So watch and pray Watch and pray Watch and pray That was the, uh, let me see here, the Samoan um, SDA Choir from uh, Newcastle, live here, right here in the studio. Um, And we're just doing a busy uh, reshuffling of microphones and trying for uh, our equipment not to fall over in the process. But um, just amazing. They are, of course... And that's Mon yelling out of the background. That was so good. Oh, that was amazing. (laughs) That's from the album uh, For Such a Time that has uh, just come out. And, uh, yeah, lots of things happening here right now, but they're just filing out. So we're super thankful that they're able to join us. But here comes the the next clue for the quiz. And, my goodness, this is just obscure. There's no way I would have guessed it from this one. It says, I am an Ephrathite. From Bethlehem in Judah, an Ephrathite from Bethlehem in Judah. Okay, so I'm going to give you the two previous clues that add to this one because I don't know that anyone's going to get it just from that clue. Okay, so my three eldest sons are Eliab, Abinadab, and Shema, also known as Shimea. 
Um, I was invited by Samuel to the town sacrifice along with the town elders, and I am an Ephrathite from Bethlehem in Judah. So this person comes from Bethlehem of Ephrata, not to be confused with Bethlehem in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's what they'd be thinking. Oh, oh yeah, dude. I, that's exactly where my mind went. Penso. Thank you for the exactly. The reason, the, reason oh, the, Bible, the reason the Bible specifies it is that there was another Bethlehem in Dan. Yes, that's what I would have thought. One of the two Bethlehems in the Middle East, not the but one now in three. Pennsylvania. Now there's three. No. I'm sure if we Google mapped it, you'd probably find four or five of them, to be honest. You know, we are having the, we are having the best breakfast show ever. ever How good was that? I was like that getting was all teared so up. Like just watching kids minister for God and watching kids use their talents at such a young age and doing it so well. Oh, hits me right in the feels. I was like... This is so cool. <laughs> Man, the soloist was, was yeah. such a... Well, they were all amazing. Yeah, 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 and then yeah, yeah, those yeah. soloists. Three soloists just oh, going for amazing. it. Oh, you loved it. Oh, they're still outside the tent. We love you guys! Yeah, Yay! keep being awesome. Yeah, it was so cool. I loved it. But definitely go out and get that album for such a time. Really great album. Kids songs for this day and age. We need to give these guys a cookbook. All of them? Oh, go give them. Because they were here. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them, I'll give There's it to them right, right now. There's a stack right there. There's a stack right there, Lawson. Grab them and run it out. We should have enough there. We do actually have a massive box of these cookbooks, so we, we, we have enough. Do you have enough there, Lawson? There's some more here. Grab these. These kids are going to turn into chefs and musicians. This is going to be amazing. These kids are going to be like, okay, talented. Okay, and uh, while Lawson's days. doing that, maybe, uh, wait, is Liesl still here? Liesl has just stepped out she behind just stepped you. stepped out. Yeah, um... Oh no, she's right. Back. There, there is Liesl. Liesl, Liesl, come in, come in, come in, come in. Yeah, come, come, come and join us, Liesl. Come join us on the on, on, on the show. Come jump so on we're, the show. Look, we're, we're I love the I love the courage. Just yep, done. She's yeah, on. why not? She'll Put this headset on, Liesl. Liesl has been here this morning. We actually met Liesl yesterday. I met her in the camp kitchen, and I told her about Faith FM, and I said, Liesl, you should come join us and uh, be our live studio audience member. And she was like, Mwah. and then I said, you get a free cookbook, and she showed up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the deal is, if you if you if you get a free cookbook, you you open it, you oh. oh Say, uh, a meal. A meal, that's right. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Liesl, how are you? Good, thank you. Yeah, yeah, good. How are you enjoying your camp experience? Yeah, it's awesome. And whereabouts are you from, Liesl? I am from the Central Coast. Actually, Mon, were you here when we had Liesl on the show once before? No. By phone. Oh, we, oh maybe I did. I'm not sure. It was, either, it was either Mon or Lawson. I know it was me, though. It was me? And there you go. Okay, so Liesl's been oh. on before by phone. But this this is the issue with radio. We don't often see the faces, and so like I need a face with the name and a voice. So yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. yeah. Forgive me, Liesl, and thank you so much for having come on the show. What did we talk to you about? <gasps> Wait, my memory is coming back to me now. Did we talk to you about a church plant? Yes. Ha! I remembered. There you go. I remembered. I remembered because I remember hearing your voice and thinking you were like eighteen. Yeah, because yeah. you have a really sweet voice, but you're not 18, you're like 27, right? I remember I stuck my foot in it. It was like a foot-in-mouth incident live on air. Yeah, but see, she looks air. like she's 18 too. She, she does, actually. So it's a compliment. I yeah. get it all the time. It's a good <laughs> ah, Good, good. It's not just me. <laughs> all right, so we were talking about free choice yesterday in our Bible study. It is, of course, Encounter with God time, even though we uh, kind of used up some of that time with the choir, but time well used, I think. Um, it is Encounter with God time, which means that uh, we're going to get into our Bible study. Um, yesterday, we we're talking about the power of choice. In fact, mm. um, yes, we we're talking about yeah you know, how, how the power of choice um, is important. Today, we're going to talk about some important choices. 
And we're going to start by choosing good friends. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 26. That's where we're going to start. In our 20-minute movement, we are playing catch-up here. We are behind, but that's okay. Which one? Proverbs we're, we're, we're getting through this about Proverbs two days of time. 12, sorry. 12. Proverbs 12. Verse 26. I'm there. No, I was already there. By the way, Lisa, it's a race. When Lyle announces a verse, the rest of us little underlings have to get there first. Because we're very Christian. I actually think she won. She stopped turning pages away before we did. Okay, so Lisa, would you like to read that for us? Proverbs 12 and verse 26. And the question is, what principles in choosing friends are in these verses? 12 verse 26? Yes. The righteous is more excellent than his neighbor, but the way of the wicked seduceth them. Okay, so the way of the wicked seduces them. Can I read that in my Bible? Sure. Because it's like super clear. It says, the godly give good advice to their friends, the wicked leads them astray. All right. I want to read it in mine if everyone's doing this, because mine's pretty good too. Mine says, a righteous man is cautious in friendship, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. I think mine was the best, personally. No. no. <laughs> Liesel's was the best. It says that the wicked person seduces you. And, and I think that's a, actually a really accurate um, terminology, even though it is Old English, because really that's how evil works. It seduces you. And seduction is one of those uh, things that appears to be... You know, it comes across as being super um, attractive. Mm. And wicked people and wickedness can come across as being, you know, a super attractive life, a super attractive lifestyle. The devil sells his stuff, you know, really, really well. He is the he is a master salesman and, and, and he sells hard. Um, and if, uh, if we surround ourselves by evil people, then the evil that they are involved in will seduce us. It's a simply, it's a law of the mind. Do you know, it's interesting, Lyle, because um, all this week I've been attending uh, the workshop that's been happening in the big tent here at camp meeting, um, at big camp. And uh, I just want to share with you something that I learned. It was actually one of the first things they taught in, in my workshop. My workshop is about finance and about stewardship and about being responsible with your money. Let me share this with you. This is interesting. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. So when they're like, do you know what, if you want to make some changes in your, you know, in your money situation, if you want to get better at budgeting, better at saving, if you want to knock out some debt, one of the first things you need to do is surround yourself with people who are like-minded, people who are being responsible with their money because it'll rub off on you. If you see the people being careless with their cash and just, you know, buying willy-nilly and not saving up for rainy days, that will affect you as well. In fact, it was one of the number one pieces of advice given out by uh, finance gurus around the world. So people like Warren Buffett and this kind of thing, it was a, their advice. It's just mind-blowing. Like that the finance gurus of the world echo the ancient Bible. Yep. Yeah. You shouldn't hang around me then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but you're a broke Bible worker. Yeah. You're like 20. <laughs> yeah, I, I bought a very... I I I spent very frivolous frivolously yesterday, but yeah, I think it was no, worth yeah, it. it would, no, it was frivolous. Okay, you didn't need it. Yeah, but you did buy a Bible. But I bought a Bible, so uh, uh, good luck in anyone trying to justify me not buying a Bible. Um, <laughs> you can call us up and give us your best reasons one eight hundred three two four eight four three. But I bought this giant leather amazing Bible because I've been coming here the last couple of years and every time I look at this Bible I'm like I'm too poor to own it but today uh, well yesterday I got paid and I had the money in my account and I'm like 
buying this Bible. Saved up and bought it. I, now I want to see I want to see you preach from that Bible and see yes. how sore your arm is by the end of that sermon it from holding that thing. It is a ginormous Bible. Let's Lawson. see you do an Ellen White and hold that thing above your head for a couple of hours. You. <laughs> anyway, moving on with our Bible study, Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 17. Liesl, what have you got for us there? Chapter 17 and verse 17. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Okay, so what can we learn, learn about uh, choosing friends from this? Well, I just want to read it from my translation again. Uh, see, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. <laughs> a, a friend is always loyal, and a brother is born to help in time of need. That's a very, That's nice. very different That's translation. Clear. Yeah, mine's exactly the same as Liesl's, but I quite like Lawson's here. Mm. Okay, so do we get Do you think to- it's an accurate translation, Lyle? No. No, it says a brother is born for adversity, like to support you. It's like, that's what it said in your... hard times? See, I have a brother. You don't have a brother. Yeah, I just have sisters. So this is why I go with the the traditional reading of this one. Which is, a brother, like, (laughs) stuffs you up? Yeah, my brother and I have uh, periods of conflict on occasions. (laughs) Classic, classic. But no, I think it's it's very good. And, you know, uh, the, the lesson in relationship to friends, of course, is that if you choose your friends wisely, they will stick by you. And they mm. will be there for you, and you can go through some incredibly hard times, and you can, um, you know, you, you will have support. It's it's really really important to have a good support base. So, is this verse actually saying that friends can be better than family? Uh, I don't know that it's saying better, but it's certainly not saying worse. Okay, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. next verse, eighteen, verse twenty-four. We are going through Proverbs today. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, read I'm for here. us. All right. For us um, Proverbs 18 and verse 24, the Bible said, There are friends, and it's in uh, air quotes, so friends mm-hmm. who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Okay, so if you're looking for friends, you definitely want to avoid those uh, friends that will destroy you. Mine says something different, and it seems to mean something different. What? Okay, well, so getting this is this, this is doing my head in strange heresy Bible, <laughs> like yeah. yeah. Uh, I was CNIV, no wonder. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, um, Mon, I will allow you to read. Thank you. Mine says alternative- a man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. But kind of that says to me, don't have too many friends. Well, I think, that, um, uh, I think that uh, what, what I see coming out of that is that you can have a multitude of casual friends um, that will be useless to you. One good friend is going to be worth more than a multitude of casual friends. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's so true. Yeah. Okay, 22 verse 24 and 25. Chapter, uh, Proverbs 22 verse... 24, 25. Liesl, have you got that one? Make no friendship with an angry man, and with a furious man thou shalt not go, lest thou learn his ways and get a snare to thy soul. That's interesting. That really goes back to our first verse, doesn't it, where um, your friends rub off on you. Mm. And so if a person has a bad temper, if they're an angry person, if they have a short wick, then what happens is as you hang out with that person, it becomes normalized. Mm. And as it becomes normalized, then it becomes a part of what who you are, and that is the kind of person you never, ever want to be. Mm. This is why it's so important to pick your friends wisely. Yeah. Because I think that's their the, bad habits become is, your bad habits. That is definitely the moral of the story here um, as we are looking through this particular Bible study is choose your friend wi- wisely. Can I add my millennial perspective? 
Because I know how much he. You're not even a millennial. You're a Z. Well, can I add my post-millennial perspective? Yes. As someone who sort of grew up in in the world, um, and a big thing growing up, you know, for for many teenage guys and girls is is video gaming. That's like a huge thing. I think they estimate that by the time of fifteen, it's like seventy percent of guys have played over ten thousand hours of video games. It's like just ridiculous, just absolutely ridiculous. But the thing is, is, is so. You know, a lot of people say, oh, it's the violent video games that make these kids angry, uh, which... I think, it's, I think it's being shut in a room, staring at a screen, not seeing the sun, the trees, hearing the birds, or getting in the mud that uh, makes them angry, but anyway. Well, yeah, sure. In, in effect, like 100%, that's like the, one of the biggest contributors, but I found something else. Um, I find, you know, thinking back on my experience, my experience on how toxic that environment is because most of the time you're playing online and you're playing with other people and you're talking to each other over the headset. And I saw this meme recently and it was about, you know, bullying and all this stuff and there was a caption below it. It was like, oh man, these guys don't know what it was like to play Xbox, you know, on this particular game from 2011 because it's just such a toxic, terrible community. Everyone is just swearing at each other, hurling insults at each other. And it's like adds to that, you know, that toxicity of, you know, the people you've got around you because you're actively putting yourself in environments with people that you don't know and are mostly terrible. Um, it just, yeah, just really adds to that, you know, you know, the whole video games making kids angry thing because they're like constantly in an environment where it's just insults and swearing and, and, and it's, yeah, it's really terrible. Mm-hmm. So I fully resonate with this, the people who you put around you, because I just think back to myself at that time. It was like I would carry that into my day-to-day life, you know, that just being angry all the time and insulting people and, and being terrible. So, yeah. So, let me ask you. That's um, really quite profound, love, if you think about it. It is incredibly no one, profound. People wouldn't have thought, like, the tangible friends probably were thinking about, but when you, when you think about it in terms of who you put yourself in contact with and throwing yourself in a digital space as well can affect you. Like, I, I didn't even think of that myself. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and, yeah. Lisa, what are your plans for children? Yeah, got one on its way. Okay, I was yeah. going to say, yeah, Congratulations. There, was a, there, was a, there was a bump over there. Liesl, I'm being so worried because I'm like, I'm sure she's pregnant, but I don't want to say it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want someone else to say it. <laughs> see, see, how, see how, notice how tactfully I said that? What are your plans for children? So yeah, I'm going to adopt it from now on. Any kind yeah. of answer you want. Yeah, I actually adopted a policy a long time ago. I'm not going to say anything unless it's like actually coming out. Like that's how I'm not going to say nothing because I've done it before. I've been like, oh, congratulations, you're pregnant. They're like, no. And I'm like, oh. So, yeah, and it's, it feels so bad that I was like, I'm never, ever, 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 ever going to say something, ever. So, but I like that. What are your plans for children? I like that. It's yep. a good good way. But, yep. yeah, congratulations. Did you say five months? Yes. Now, Lisa, just, I do have to ask this question. You know, on the basis of what um, Lawson just said, and that was a very short piece that he just said, there is so much more research out there. But what's your policy towards, um, you know, the children that you're going to have and uh, the one that you've got on the way and um, computer games? Yeah, well, certainly what you said, being outside and doing the things that they used to do is Mm. very helpful and I wouldn't want them to be stuck in front of a screen for Mm. hours and hours and hours on end. Let me encourage you with a policy that I had when my kids were small. Yes. If it's not raining, you can't be in the house. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. You know, if it's not raining, just be outside. Yes. And they'll be like, oh, but there's bored, there's nothing to do. It's like, just be outside. You know, and what you'll find is that kids will actually 
find stuff to do. Mm. If they are bored, they will create mm. things to do. They will learn how to play. And I, I, I fear that a lot of children these days, and, and I really want to encourage you, and congratulations um, on the child that you're expecting. Praise Thank God. Um, I really want to encourage you to keep your kids away from you know computer games. I think that uh, you know the research that is out there right now, and there's very, very powerful research on it, is that there's actually nothing positive to be gained from it. Mm. Um, and as Lawson just pointed out, it can make you a part of a social network that um, is quite hateful and violent and bullying and has you know just a whole a whole bunch of negativity to it anyway moving on with the show this will be out right after this song That was Sarah Groves with Blessed Be the Tie That Binds here on Faith FM. We are going to have another clue for our quiz. Where did our clue card go? Where did our quiz person go? I I have no idea. That's all right. (laughs) We've got plenty of people here. Um, Let me see. 
My father is Obed, the son of Ruth and Boaz. I know an Obed and a Ruth, but I don't know a Boaz. Like, as in, in real life. Like, like not that the Bible's not real life, but what I mean by that is, like, I know, I have friends yeah, 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 yeah. named Obed uh-huh. and Ruth, but I don't know a Boaz. I'm sure I've met a Boaz somewhere, but I can't think where right now. Oh. Um, I went to school with a Boaz. There you go. So, oh, my word, Monica. You know, the weird thing The weird thing is, when I was just saying I'm sure I've met a Boaz at some point, for some reason I had Western Australia in my mind, but anyway, probably just um, random. Who knows? Are um, you staring at my pie, Lawson? I am. I'm mirroring. Yeah, so that we were just wondering. We were I'm just coveting. wondering. We were just wondering where the quiz person went, and now we know where the okay, quiz person. Okay, look. The quiz, let quiz me do some went. explaining. All right. So this morning we had to come in early to the show so we could catch Lawson while he was still in bed, and so I didn't actually get my breakfast. That's how committed I was to getting Lawson out of bed. Can you share some with me? Because well, I didn't have breakfast either. You woke me up. <laughs> well, you. Sh- don't even get me started. This is this, I'm going to share with you a camp secret, right, that no one seems to really know. So the camp shop opens at 8 a.m., and if you get there first thing, they still have last night's pie for half off. So I just bought a family-sized pie for the price of a small handheld-sized pie. Just want to let you know my little secret. Wow, you're my hero. Anyway, getting back to our Bible study and away from pies, um, choosing friends is important. Choosing your life partner is even more important. So here on the radio this morning, we have two married people and two single people. You! So maybe, maybe Lisa, we should uh, be giving these guys some advice. But rather than us giving them some advice, let's let the Bible give them some advice. All right, where are we going? Psalms 37, verse 27. We'll have you married off by the end of the show. Oi. To each other. Oh, I got a, I got a funny, I got a funny story. So in the, in the eighteen plus tent on the first night, um, <laughs> John Boston made all the single guys stand up, and it was probably the most traumatic experience of my life having to stand up in amongst all the single guys, and especially because I was sitting like right up the front, and most of the single guys were sitting near the back, and so I'm just like standing there. It was like me, Harley, and another dude, and we're just like standing as single people, and as soon as we stood up and then just sat straight back down because it's like this is so awkward. But then a few nights later, he was like, "Oh, you know, it, a, a, a girl came up and shared a testimony about, oh, if a guy goes to church, he is so much, you know, better looking." And so, and so John was like, "Look, if you buy these girls chips and take them to church, well, then look, you mate, you've got a you've got a girl. Like you, you're a winner." And then so. Last night, he showed us a picture. Someone has at this camp has made up a sign that says, "We will buy you chips and take you to church if you marry." You know, and, and get <laughs> single come Christian come girls apply. Yeah, yeah, single Christian girls apply, and they have it hung up out the front of their tent. So that's all the advice I need, really. I just <laughs> need to buy them chips and take chips them to and church. church. How, how many How many days ago did this take place? Well, recently, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, and it hasn't worked yet, Lawson. No. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm actually with, um, I'm living my best Paul life right now. You know, maybe you should go with some Bible advice rather than John Boston advice. Oh, okay. What does the Bible say? Okay, Psalms 37, verse 27. Um, Liesl, could you read that one for us, please? Depart from evil and do good, and dwell forevermore. Okay, so if you are looking for a life partner, what does the Bible tell you here? What What, what do you get Turn from this verse? From evil. Yeah. Why is that important? Because you'll find good life partner. Okay, so here's the here's the key though. Here's the here's the key because I, I don't I don't want you to miss this. If you're looking for a good life partner, you need to start by being a good life partner. Ooh. Right? Man, because you're suck. not going to find a good life partner unless you be 
a good life partner first. Man, we need to step it up, Mon. Yeah. You should be careful how you word that because some people might think you're saying that you haven't found someone because you're not a good person, which that's, is not always true. And also, I'm going to smash your theory right what here. Do you, what, do you mean is, of, what do you mean is not always true? There's also good I think people, it's always true. There's lots of good people walking around who like haven't found <laughs> someone, like Lawson, for example. But there's also lots of bad people who Can't get married that. who should not have gotten married. So, mm. Okay, but it doesn't change the fact that if you're looking for a good life partner, you need to be sure. that partner first. Okay, so let's go to... Uh, where will we go to next? Um, I just didn't want you to get away with one, one, like one of those formulas because there's plenty of people, plenty of married people who are like out dishing out formulas for how single people can get yeah. married. And it's like, do you know what? There is no you, formula. You know, you know, you know, Mon, that I am the one person who is the most against formulas of any person on the planet. Yeah, I was a bit surprised when you just said you had a formula, and I was like, okay, okay, let them say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, and, works, and, there's, and there's a reason for that because if you look at the Bible, there is every different formula for getting together that you can That's imagine. That's right. A million and one ways down the aisle. That's what I like I think to I'm say. I'm going to go the Jacob route. Just like find some girl and then fall down at her feet and cry. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to go the Jacob route. Okay, so what, basically what you're going to do is you're going to find some girl and then work for 14 years before you get to marry yeah. her. And marry her sister in the meantime. And, oh. <laughs> this is a bad idea, Lawson. Yeah, this is no, a no, bad no. The Isaac idea. route might work. Wait till I'm 40 and get no. my mum to pick. Is that like... <laughs> no, no. Your dad's employee. Oh, yeah, I still could, have to <laughs> wait till forty. No, what? what okay. But this is the but this is the whole point of what we're talking about right here, is that you know if you look at at Isaac's relationship and it was a relationship that was blessed by God, mm. but it followed a very very different formula, I think, than what most of us would be prepared to follow. Yeah, you know, and you, we were talking about Ruth and Boaz earlier. Um, that's a formula that in Western society, in fact, in most societies around the world, you know, where the woman proposes to the man and there's a massive age gap between them, is once again a formula that is not so popular in our world today, but God bless that formula. Dude, I'm keen for a woman to propose to me. Okay. Okay. Wouldn't that be epic? All right. Oh. So um, you heard it here on Faith FM. <laughs> you know our number, 1-800-324-843. Lawson doesn't mind the Ruths. Yeah. Maybe it's okay. the girl no. getting chips for the guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, she might bring you chips. Oh, that would be amazing. Uh, oh, that would be awesome. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 12. <laughs> Just keeping you guys on track this morning. My goodness. This is the most, I think this is the most you sidetracked. started this one, Lyle. This is the most sidetracked Bible study we have ever had. Matthew what now? Matthew 7 and verse 12. And Lawson, go for it. Oh, here we go. 7, 12. Do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the law and the prophets. In other words, the Bible. The Bible. Okay, so what is the essence right here? We often call it, was this the golden rule or something or other? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so... Summarize it for us. Do unto others. I just I just read that. But basically, it's like, hey, it's pretty clear, eh? It's like you you, you get what you receive, basically. Yeah, and, and I think I think like once again, it's, it's it's reinforcing the point, you know, within the context of what we're talking about here, that while there is no formula, there there is no such thing as a formula as to how you're going to meet your spouse, how you're going to get together with your spouse, how you're going to proceed with that courtship, because you find in the Bible there are some very long courtships, like Jacob. And then you have uh, his father's courtship that lasted uh, all of what a day. Um, <laughs> yeah, what a gun! And, it's amazing. Uh, um, 
And you see, you have very Miles well, Southwell's very... courtship <laughs> lasted all of two, two weeks. weeks, fourteen days. There you go. <laughs> Look at Shell's face. Oh, she's 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 fist pumping the air. She's like, yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. proud of that, La? Are you like, do you hold the record? Amongst no, your friends? No. Oh. No. I have a friend in South Australia whose courtship was three days and they had never ever met each other before that because Michelle oh, and I wow. knew each other for a while beforehand. Wow. Anyway, the long and short of it is there is no formula. Um, you need to uh, be the right kind of person to meet the right kind of person. That's the moral of uh, what we've been studying here at this time. We need to move on. Uh, this is Melissa Otto with the song Citizen. <laughs> Camping caravanning scene. Join Australia's largest annual national gathering of travellers and caravanners at the Stewart's Point Convention Centre this year, Stewart's Point, New South Wales. It's an amazing campground among the trees. Inspirational Christian speakers. With incredible music. And beautiful beaches. And a relaxing environment. Be part of the community and make friends for life. May 10 through 18. Stewart's Point Caravan and Convention Centre. Contact Debbie on 024994-3220 or simply email graynomads at adventist.org.au. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. 
Jeleng. Hi, I'm Sunny. Hi, I'm Dragon. Hi, I'm Nigel. And we'd like to invite you to our church, the, the Southern Illawarra Seventh-day Adventist Church. We meet every Saturday morning at 10.30am to study the Bible, followed by our main service at 11.30am. You can find us at 107-109 to 109 Princess Highway, Dapto. We are in the High Ninja Hall inside the Dapto Ribbonwood Centre. For more information, you can get in touch with us on Facebook. Just search for Southern Illawarra Seventh-day Adventist Church. Or contact us on 0402-716-762. We hope to see you soon and stay tuned to Face FM.
That was Philippa Hanna and Abby Eden with Now to Jesus here on Faith FM. We have come to question of the daytime. This is a question that has come in from a listener. Before we go there, we have another clue for the quiz that Final nobody clue. has nobody has called in it's for yet. It's about to get so easy peasy, Ooh, lemon squeezy. Here we go. Last clue. Who am I? I am the father of David. Oh, mm, that's easy. Give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. You can start up the prize this morning. But for now, we are going to move on to question of the day. No, everyone's the son of, well, everyone, well, God is the father of everyone. Okay, okay. All right, question of the day. What have you got for us, Damon? Did Satan really not know that by killing Jesus at the crucifixion, Jesus was winning the great controversy and sealing the devil's fate? You know that's a really good question. Yeah. It is. That's, that's an amazing. That's question. an amazing question. Yeah, because if you you know if you think you're the devil and you know you're going to lose by doing this move, it's suicide. You not do it. It's yeah, a suicidal exactly. move. Exactly. Okay, so let me ask you as a listener. Then, have you ever come across a situation where there is a particular sin, there is something that is evil, you know that it is wrong, you know that it is going to hurt you, and you have still done it? Yes, sadly. I think we've all had that experience, haven't we? And what we actually do is something that is, it is self-harm, but we just feel impelled to do it, compelled to do it, whatever the word might be. We just, we just, it's just, it's just like it's within us. And so what we need to understand is, first of all, and there's two things that we're going to talk about here. First of all, is the nature of sin and how sin actually works in the human heart. Because sin is like a disease and it infects the entire person, the entire body, every aspect of your life. And sin drags you down. It pulls you into this vortex of destruction where you will actually do things that destroy your own life. Let me read to you uh, from Isaiah chapter 1 uh, this, you know, this description of what sin does and the nature of sin. It says, O oh, oh sinful nation, a people loaded with iniquity, iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors, they have forsaken the Lord, they have provoked the Holy One of Israel to anger, they have gone away backwards. And it goes on, it says, Why would you be stricken any more? You will revolt. More and more. And notice, you know, why would you be hit? Why would you be beaten up anymore? Sin is beating these people up, and yet he's like, but you're going to keep doing it, and you're going to keep doing it, and you're going to keep doing it, and sin is going to be continually beating you up. The whole head is sick, and the whole heart is faint. From the sole of the foot even to the head, there is no soundness, but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores that have not been closed, neither bound up, neither healed with ointment. 
what you read here is a destruction of you know is is a description I should say of somebody just riddled with sin and they're so full of sin they can't help but do self-destructive things sin will destroy you sin is self-destructive and because satan is infected with sin that means that he is going to do things that are truly self-destructive and in crucifying jesus it was something that was truly truly self-destructive for satan the other thing that we need to understand about that this equation is this Satan knows that because of his sin and because of the choices that he has made to commit sin, he is doomed. There is no way out for Satan. There is going to come a point in in time where Satan is destroyed. And so you have one of these situations where, you know, if you look at it from Satan's perspective, if you are going to be destroyed anyway, if that's going to happen anyway, if you are doomed, if there is no way back for you, if there is no you know, salvation, no grace available to you, then part of the nature of sin is that you are going to try and cause as much pain as possible. And this is what you see happening at Calvary. This is what you see happening at the crucifixion, is that you know, Satan, to ensure his destruction and to be self-destructive, all he has to do is to kill Jesus. And all that Jesus has to do to ensure our salvation is to die. Satan knows that he's doomed, and so Satan, in this act of self-destruction, he makes it as painful and agonizing as he possibly can. Um, and so this is really what Satan is, is is attempting to do. Is like, okay, I'm going to go down, but I'm going to go down by causing as much pain as possible. Thank you so much for answering that, Lyle. I, you know, I was intrigued because you know you do. I guess it answers it well that you know he's so demented that he almost can't help himself. He just wants to hurt him. But at the same time, you sort of think, isn't the devil smart enough to know that if this was his game plan, it's a losing game plan? But I guess when you're that demented, when you're that steeped in sin, you all you want to do is hurt and hurt and hurt, even if it hurts yourself. This is a really good reminder to never, ever stand on the side of the devil because that's where he is and that's where he will take you. If you have a question, give us a call. Our number here is 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. We are very happy to answer any question you have, be it about Bible or about life. We will answer it live on air for you. You can even stay anonymous. Stay tuned. Do you know Jesus? Do you know him? Are you believing? Are you following him? Do you know Jesus? Do you know him? Are you receiving his spirit within, within your heart, within
Guys, that was Vocal Union with Do You Believe here on Faith FM. We have come to the end of the show, which means that we are going to give something away. And coming out of our brand new prize box, where we got a whole bunch of amazing deals, we have a wonderful giveaway that someone is going to just be like salivating over when I mention what this is. We are actually giving away one of the albums uh, that we heard a snippet from today. We were interviewing Carly Fletcher about the album. And then the uh, Newcastle Samoan uh, SCA Youth Choir sung one of the tracks from this album. It's such, for such a time, kids' songs for this time, 14 new songs, and uh, it's a medley of different artists all the way through, wonderful Christian artists all writing songs for kids uh, in the scope of this day and age, you know, the, the time of the Great Controversy, um, the, the, day, the time of the end. So this is just a powerful, incredible album. It has artists such as Melissa Otto, uh, Blair and Emma Lemke, uh, Candice Bergman, uh, Neville Peters, Malita Fong, Sandra, and it just goes on and on and on. And, and all the famous, you. all the famous art- artists are on here. Yeah, it's just jam packed with good stuff. This album is so great. You already heard a snippet. You already heard a taste. You know how beautiful this music is. Give us a call, even if it's just for yourself or if you know some kids or have some kids. This album, 
is for them. 1-800-FAITH-FM is our number. 1-800-324-843. Give us a call. Snap this up. First person through gets a free Guys, mm-hmm. I'm so glad you woke me up this morning because I've had so much fun on the show. You could have had fun all week long, Lawson. No, I think that's what you one. have been missing out on all week. I'm, I'm actually, like, I'll be really honest. Like, probably my favourite part is eating this pie with... <laughs> I shared my pie with Lawson. <laughs> and so now he's not really as hungry good. anymore yeah. because yeah. this is the breakfast show. This is and how some easy people- it is to please men. Just give them food. <laughs> So true. <laughs> anyway, if you would like to study the Bible, get in contact with us. Our number, of course, is one eight hundred Faith FM. We would love to share the mm. Bible with you. We can hook you up online, paper format, or with an actual person to help study the Bible with you. Stay tuned, of course, more great programming, and we'll be back next week after the eight o'clock news. Have a great weekend, guys. Just to let you know that you really